Hello and welcome to the Connected Real Estate Virtual Show. I have Kevin Hansen from Google here on uh, on the computer. We have so much to talk about. And uh, Kevin, you're in charge of business development. You're in you have business development there, something like that. I want to talk a little bit about all the things that Google is doing. And I'm Lori Caruso, just so everybody knows. There's that. So Kevin, how are you? I'm doing great, Lori. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. I know it was a little uh, challenging because we had some time placement changes and, you know, things were kind of up in the air for last minute. So thank you for bearing with us. I appreciate it. So now tell me, Kevin, I know Google. I'm seeing Google all the time, but you've had some changes, so to speak, or some additions, so to speak, in your portfolio, including 5G, CBRS, Play, something like that. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So Google always has a lot of initiatives uh, in the communication space, whether it's Android or Google Fi, but we have a division that's really dedicated to pushing forward more bandwidth, uh, more bandwidth, more spectrum, uh, a better internet, let's just say, for Americans and for people worldwide. And the initiative that we're really focused on today is CBRS. And what CBRS is, is it's Think of the way that Wi-Fi is open, but from a cellular perspective. So almost like the ability where you can put a cellular access point anywhere, um, just like you could put a Wi-Fi access point. And so we think it's going to really change the way that companies uh, can do their internal communications um, because they'll be able to deploy their own cellular networks or real estate owners, uh, whether it's in a, a shopping mall or at a residential facility or at a commercial building. Um, so the ability to deploy cellular, but have sort of like Wi-Fi deployment economics. Yeah, it makes sense. And I know uh, these panels that we have here for the next two days are very heavy on CBRS, very heavy on technology, so to speak, to bring us into the 5G world. And I know with the rising demand of bandwidth, you know, the FCC had to do something. Um, so, you know, industry leaders working with the FCC um, really are putting a lot of efforts to, to the shared spectrum space and adding capacity. And we're trying to see it, you know, at a lower cost based on, you know, how many people are going to need to be able to, to take part in this to, to get it to the future technology. Yeah. And I think one thing that it really enables uh, the ability for people to deploy their own networks is when you look at where our networks today, the major mobile carriers do a, do a great job of covering major cities and highways. Uh, but I think everyone has the same problem where you walk into your friend's house or you go into your favorite shopping mall and boom, there goes your cell coverage. And there are, you know, digital antenna systems that you can get, um, but they're oftentimes hard to procure and carrier specific. So CBRS, we think, is a great step in breaking down those barriers and letting people control the connectivity environment in their own facilities. So, and that's, that's obviously important. And, and some of these panels too today, I've been hearing, you know, is CBRS here yet? When do we see it? Is it going to be reality soon? I know that there's a number of elements in this environment that we have to be able to have, like handsets have to be able to operate on CBRS. You need to deploy the networks. You need to have the bandwidth. You need to be able to do so many things. Where do you see it in reality as to when we're going to start to actually use it? Great question. And um, I've been working in this space now for a couple of years. And for so much of that, I've been saying like, oh, it's being delayed a little bit. It's being delayed a little bit. Happy to say that it's, it's here now. Um, so today, if you buy the most recent iPhone or if you buy, if you buy a Google Pixel phone or any of the more recent Samsung phones, 
your phone already has CBRS on it. So from a handset support uh, perspective, uh, all the new phone, not all, I mean, not all the new phones, but most of the new phones do support it. And we're, continu- we're continuing to see more and more adoption. From a radio perspective, it's live and it's, it's out and it's being deployed. Uh, we see hundreds of devices being deployed uh, oftentimes per day. And uh, there are tens of thousands of radios being deployed in the wild. And then right now we're seeing use cases from major network operators deploying in cities to add capacity, uh, as well as wireless internet service providers deploying in rural areas. And we're really starting to see what we call private LTE, which is individual businesses deploying to cover their own campuses, buildings, et cetera. That's kind of just starting now. Okay. And, you know, it's interesting because I know being in the industry, we hear about it all the time. Um, but when we talk to uh, business, you know, building owners, tenants, uh, managers, so to speak, and asking them about CBRS, it's a different story we're hearing. And I've heard it a couple of times on the panels, too, where it's not necessarily there yet. They know that they may need it eventually. They know that that's where the future might be going. How do we collectively educate and get that message out that, you know, this is the up and coming and this is maybe where it should be? How do we get that message out to everybody? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that we're probably, you know, 60% of where we need to be. That's just a sort of made up number in terms of like where we need to be to give everyone a seamless experience. Because I think what building owners want is someone to come onto their property and to have a phone and to be able to connect, you know, seamlessly. And so we're making great strides to get there. Today, if you deploy a CBRS network, the thing that's not quite completely uh, standard yet is how let's say someone's phone from you know a major network operator comes and roams on that network but um, we're working on that problem other companies are working on it so I'd say that's the gap right now there are things you can do like issuing your own sim on a secondary sim because a lot of these new phones have dual sim cards so you can issue your own sim uh, or you can work with the carriers um, in sort of a, a DAS type agreement but there, so, so we're getting there. You're able to deploy the network. You're able to issue SIMs. You can, you can have uh, IoT devices connect easily. In terms of this utopia we are hoping for where consumer devices can roam from one network to another, we still have some work to get there. Okay. It's good to, good to know and great, great uh, answer for that. I'm also curious too, and this is just something that I'm trying to learn about. Um, you know, obviously we have the urban development. We have the cities that require the bandwidth. What happens when you get into a rural city, or in a city that's more so out, you know, outside the norm, so to speak, of a New York City? Do we start to see the same requirements? Do we start to see the same push to go there as far as CBS is concerned? Yeah, uh, I think that's what we're seeing more from a, uh, a point-to-point connectivity. So what we call that fixed wireless. So think less, uh, less about a bunch of uh, you know, uh, phones connecting to a network and more like a base station that has really good connectivity that's transmitting to four or five different buildings. So for anyone that has real estate uh, in a place that is not a major market um, and needs to, and let's say connectivity is limited there and it's hard to get fiber wired up to a bunch of buildings or uh, it can be a great way to get a good connection into one building and then use that as the base station to transmit out to the other ones. And we're seeing that today. That's a very common use case, the fixed wireless deployments. So it is relevant for real estate owners who need to connect multiple buildings. Okay. And that's great. That's good to know because I know that, you know, it's important from a, you know, logistic standpoint, from a cost standpoint. I mean, we're clearly in uh, an area right now where we have to be 
cognizant of that cost, given the fact that we don't have, you know, with COVID and everything, the tenants coming into the space any longer, so to speak. So I'm assuming that that is a major, major ask right now is how can we do this successfully, but cost efficiently? Absolutely. Absolutely. And CBRS is, is pretty good at kind of bringing down the costs because you don't have to go with the FCC and bid for your own spectrum. It's shared spectrum, especially if you're outside of the major metropolitan areas. You, you, there's 150 megahertz of spectrum, which is quite a bit to transmit data at pretty high throughput. Excellent. So we talked a little bit about CBRS and obviously the Google Play right there, which is really impressive. What other uh, strategies, what other initiatives do you guys have in your portfolio right now that's really going to, you know, show show uh, consumers that they can trust their technology into the future? Well, uh, Google's got a lot of initiatives in, in different groups. Um, for example, Android, uh, we continue to build that out and, and really on the connectivity story on Android, being able to use two SIM cards and switch between networks and have good connectivity. It's a, it's a big uh, focus for us on the, on specifically on the communication side. Uh, we're looking at the six gigahertz spectrum that's going to be uh, opening up pretty soon to consumers. And so we're looking at that. But 3.5 gigahertz is a big, is a big push for us at this point right now. So the six gigahertz spectrum. Do we have any information on that, where that's going, what time frame that is? Gosh, it's bad enough that we have CBRS and 3.5 right now that we're talking about. But there is a future here, right? That's what this is, because we have to continue to change the technology to be able to provide that for everyone, correct? Yeah, 6 gigahertz is going to be interesting because there will be Wi-Fi 6 that, that is going to be able to use that frequency. And then for higher powered devices, it'll also be available for cellular communication. So I think that's going to be an interesting band. Um, but again, that's, that's, it's not here today. It's coming. It's coming. But um, it's coming. Oh my gosh! Nice more. About, yeah. The nice thing about CBRS is it's it's here now. Phones have it. Uh, you know, if you're building for CBRS right now, it's forward looking. But you are building for today. You're not building for an amorphous future. Like you know, not to say six gigahertz is amorphous. It's coming as well. It's coming. So I know we talk a lot about you know commercial real estate, enterprise. What other verticals are you guys concentrating on to really get into it? Yeah. Um, so obviously telco is a yep. big one. And, um, and then we're seeing a lot of the industrial applications. So anyone who has a warehouse or a factory, it's a, it's a really good use case there because there's a lot of connected devices like cameras or scanners or um, you know, two-way radios. Uh, and those use crowded 2.4 gigahertz frequencies usually. And so they go in and out, they don't get great service, or some of them require Wi-Fi, or sorry, require a, a hardwired connection, but places like airports and stuff like that, you might not be able to get a hard line out there. So we're seeing a lot of uh, 3.5 gigahertz deployments there. And Google is bringing um, three real like kind of pieces uh, to the CBRS market today, and, and we'll have more to share uh, at a later date, but today it's the Spectrum Access System. And so, um, I think everyone listening kind of understands how CBRS works, but for those who don't, it's shared spectrum, which means that in the United States, um, there's places where people are already using 3.5 gigahertz or pieces of that spectrum. And so your radios that need to go out there and transmit data, those have to check back to a spectrum access system to make sure that we're not interfering with what we refer to as the incumbents. So it's the Navy and it's a few other people uh, or a few other organizations. So we have a spectrum access system that you would hook your radios up to. Uh, we have training uh, for becoming an installer. And then we have a really interesting thing called a network planner. And what network planner is, is think of 
the power of Google Maps or Google Earth, right? If you can go and you can find your house and you see that high resolution detail uh, for the maps there. But we take that and then we overlay a propagation model on top of it. And so imagine Google Earth, but being able to then drop cell phone radios or cell phone towers uh, in various parts of the map and then hit a button and it'll show you how the signal propagates across uh, across your properties. So for any real estate owner, for example, that has a campus that's indoor, outdoor, or an area that's pretty large where there's a lot of trees um, and they want to see how many radios they would need to cover or where those radios need to be, the network planner is a really cool tool. And now it's still in beta, but for anyone who signs up with our Spectrum Access system today, they can have free access to it. Wow, that's awesome. That's impressive. And I, I was going to ask, ask you a little bit about how do you get certified and, you know, what is the next step? Because obviously our audience also, you know, there are people that are interested in becoming partners of yours and, and how to deploy itself. So is there um, a directive, so to speak, on that certification or how to find that uh, piece of training, so to speak? Yeah, if you, you can go to our website and then uh, we do our training through Coursera. And as it pertains to deploying radios in the wild, there's two kinds. There's category B antennas, which are what you would see off the side of a freeway, um, you know, sending radio signals really far. And then there's the indoor ones that look like Wi-Fi access points. For those, you actually don't need to be CPI trained. You can just go and install them because the amount of interference they generate is not so large. So anyone can go and install the, a category A antenna. Okay. Wow. So also, you know, if we talk to, I don't know, a thousand units, resi, high rise building. And somebody comes to you, the ownership comes to you and says, you know, we're interested. We're interested in doing something here. What is your, what's your best next step for them? And how would they do this? Great. Well, I think the, the first next step is to understand what their timeline is and, and what problem it is that they're trying to solve. Is it because they want to have security cameras everywhere that use CBRS or is it because they want all their tenants to use it? Uh, and, and kind of where, where they are in the spectrum of, uh, of that is like, what are they trying to solve? Um, and then from there, uh, we would point them to, we don't, we don't make radios, right? So we'd point them to a handful of radio companies and, uh, and then really try to help out with their use case and make sure that we understand what they're trying to solve. Because as I mentioned today, the piece that is still a little bit fuzzy that we're working on solving is um, how do you get your tenants' phones to just roam on the network? And uh, for anyone who has a very large high-rise, it's most likely that um, carriers would you know, be open to, to listening and potentially cooperating uh, on, a, on a roaming agreement there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would love to, if you have any other last you know, steps for the audience, because we have an audience filled with commercial real estate, um, our industry, so to speak, anything that you want to be also able to add for these people just to understand what Google's initiative is. Yeah, I think I, I would just say that um, I'm not I'm not a real estate person. But for people who are and who have talked to me, they said that the funny thing about connectivity is that when it comes to your property, you can control how nice the bathrooms are. You can control how nice the rugs are. You can control the, the ethernet in the wall, the power. Uh, and the one thing that's hard to control is cell phone service. And it actually turns out it's like one of the number one reasons that people leave buildings. Uh, and it's also the hardest problem for carriers to solve because they're unlikely to just, you know, go into your attic and start dropping radios in there. So the cool thing with CBRS is that it gives you the power to deploy those radios. And so if you are, you know, thinking about building, uh, if you're building for the future and you're looking to, to find a way to 
increased connectivity, I think you should really give CBRS a hard look. And with our planning tools, uh, you can map out and see how many radios you would buy and we can help you cost optimize for it. And then when it comes to solving a specific use case, whether it's tenants connecting or point, if you're in a, if you're in a mall, maybe it's point of sale devices for, for retail tenants, uh, you know, we can help you with that and point you to partners um, to, to build an overall strategy for connectivity for your building. But I think that CBRS really gives real estate owners for the first time the ability to take connectivity into their own hands. Well, it's important. And for also the ones that are saying, it's going to be here someday, but it's not here yet. What do you say to those people? Well, I would say that, look, uh, I'm a skeptic as well. So I think a healthy dose of skepticism is good with anything. But the reality with CBRS is it's absolutely here today. Um, the new Android phones have it. The new iPhones have it. So most new devices have it. And people upgrade their phone these days, I think, every three years in the U.S. So if you assume that in three years, most phones will have it, you really are building. There's devices today that can connect. And, and a few years from now, most devices will be able to. You can buy CBRS radios to deploy in your buildings from, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 manufacturers. We, we partner with many of them. So I would say the fact that you can buy it today, you can deploy it today, and phones work with it today means it's here today. It's here today. And based on some of the discussions that I heard earlier when people were very, virtually saying, we're not sure what we're going to do, I think you pretty much wrapped it up right there. It's here today. So Kevin Hansen from Google, this was an amazing conversation. I truly appreciate it. I'm just checking to see if there is actually any questions. And let's see. Okay, I do have a question. Is Google going to participate in light touch leasing for PAL? I'm not sure if that... Yeah, great question. So uh, for those in PAL is uh, priority access licensing. So the ability that CBRS is 150 megahertz and about half of it uh, is going to be licensed at the county level. Uh, the ability to go and... Um, you know, reserve pieces of spectrum. The funny thing is when it comes to real estate owners is that you probably don't want to bid on a whole county, but you might want to bid on the area around your building, right? That sort of thing. And so, yes, we are, we are going to have a system for people to have a secondary market, so to speak. So oh. that um, if, you, if someone buys a PAL and they're not using it for a county, then they can uh, subdivide it off for, you know, for someone else, specifically for a use case like this. And the next question that came in, thanks, John, who would, be, who would they contact for that? You can, you can feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my email is kevinhanson at google.com, H-A-N-S-O-N. Uh, I'd be more than happy to chat. Um, but just as a, from a timeline perspective, you know, CBRS is here today. That secondary offering for PALS, that's not here today. I want to be clear with that. The, uh, the licensing with the FCC is going to be later this month. We expect that it will take a few months. Uh, or sorry, the auction with the FCC is later this month. And we expect that it will take a few months to complete. Uh, and then once it's complete, then it needs to be implemented. And so, you know, we're looking at probably three, six, maybe even a little bit more months out before you could go and, um, you know, uh, subdivide PALS. But it's absolutely something that's coming and feel free to chat with me about it. Excellent. Wonderful. So Google's website, you can find the information there or obviously contact Kevin, Kevin Hansen here. So uh, for virtually anything as far as it comes to CBRS and Google, right? That's right. Excellent. Well, Kevin, we appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. And I'm going to have you on my podcast soon so we can follow up on this conversation. I'll be there. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.